Welcome to the Nasty Things Podcast. I'm your host, Extreme Joaquin. This is episode 24, and today we have returning guest, Eternal Love. Welcome back, everyone. And if you heard that fucking intro from the beginning, you know we have none other than Eternal Love back, who seems to not want to leave. He he left for about a week. He paid his rent. I can gladly attest that he paid that rent. And I haven't I haven't seen him in his birthday suit in a minute. So welcome back, brother. We're keeping it civil, man. Yeah, yo, it feels good to be back. Um, can't keep me off the mic, man. What can I say? Fuck, it's it's a curse. Reminds me of uh, some of the other shit you do outside of podcasting, my man. No doubt. No doubt. Which, while I mentioned podcasting, is I did say, I believe it was last week, last week's episode, I did say Eternal Love didn't make it, but he had some announcements to make. Mm. So, and that's yeah. the reason why he didn't come, and he kind of left, uh... It was a, it was a, it was an interesting goodbye. If I'm gonna be straight with you, <laughs> but uh, coming and going, man. <laughs> but I mean, here you are returning, and there's a couple of things that you wanted to mention now. Things that you've been working on. Um, yeah, what's up? For sure. Well, uh, it's been a busy um, couple months. You know, uh, I'm sure you can attest to that too. Absolutely, man. You've been on on your own journey on this. Uh, but I've been trying to get all my music side up, my label stuff, and, and publishing and all this stuff going on, and it's been going good. Things yeah. are coming together, and 4thdmedia.com. Which, uh, to uh, all the nasty listeners, you can also find some of our podcasts on there, too. Definitely. You'll find the players up there featured as a podcast. So yeah. if you go into the menu, check out podcasts, you will see... The Nasty Things podcast there. So uh, while I have you on there, because you said you've been working on your mixtapes, etc., <laughs> is uh, one of the ones that I wanted to mention is there was um, there was a mixtape that uh, we we touched on off air. Mm-hmm. So um, can you tell the audience a little bit about what that is and some and the name of it, etc.? Sure. So um, uh, over the years, I've done a couple mixtapes. There's stuff in the works right now. Uh-huh. So yep doing things in latin america so i've got uh so uh crew in peru yeah. shout outs to peru which uh yeah you just an- you Chaclacayo, just answered my question before Juanpanicho, that <laughs> shouts out to padrillo records and padrex crew yeah um my cousin out there roy kev shout out to roy kev nick bass he is the uh-huh. head of padrillo records so he's the one doing the mixing the mastering uh-huh. uh the recording everything that needs to be done man he's, he's the the mastermind behind it out there so he's the Dr. Dre of uh, the whole. Pretty much, honestly, in this day and age, everyone, every artist is a is a Dr. Dre in that sense that you got to be your own beat maker, your own everything, right? Any independent artist, I'm oh, yeah. sure Joe Jazz can attest to this. Oh yeah, shout out to Joe Jazz, man, our, our boy out in England. Also, well, originally from ATL, yeah. but um, living out in England. Shout out to my boy Joe Jazz. We're actually gonna have him on re- again real soon, so I'm static for that too. No doubt, that's gonna be dope. Absolutely. 
Yeah, so um, basically that, been been working on getting everything out. So as you were saying, the mixtape, uh, we were talking about a couple of them, actually. So we yeah, were we talking were. about storytelling, which was... So that's actually the first one that I wanted to ask you about. So um, so a name like storytelling, uh, where did that come from, actually, if you don't mind me asking? Um, uh, not at all. So, well, storytelling, thing is being a wordsmith or, or being a rapper, being a poet, basically storytelling is what I'm doing, right? Um, and as a writer, storytelling yeah. is the main part of what goes on and i'm not necessarily always telling my story so in storytelling in that mixtape specifically i did a lot more street poetry uh-huh. as they say you know um poesia callejera pues, a lot poesia more callejera. there was a lot more things that was geared towards a darker side of life a more hood side of life as opposed to a more positive spin on things. So, so what are some of the hood, hood? Uh, sorry, to the uh, non-Latinos, non, you know, like hood, hood living people. What, what's something that you can kind of mention? Well, we're talking basically, you know, um, when you're living in certain social situations, uh, yeah, in any inner city specifically, right? You, you're going to run into and encounter difficult situations that that go on and face harsh and certain realities of life maybe sooner than you would want to yeah uh and that's basically what i put on there right i put on a bunch of things of uh of things that have happened not necessarily to me but to people that i know and i wanted to put their story out there in anonymity right like not necessarily saying it's them but do say things that have happened that that are real sort of like um to to anyone that doesn't go in depth with a lot of that is uh to an artist that i guess you could say is very mainstream is sort of the way j cole went with uh all eyes or sorry the uh for your eyes only sorry you, for that you thinking Pac, all eyes on me over there? <laughs> yeah it was for a minute but for your eyes only is sort of an album where he talks about a friend so in a lot of these mixtapes, you talk about some of your friends that have dealt with the struggle. So, For J. Sure. Cole's friend dealt with a bit of a struggle. Yeah, and and that's exactly it, right? Um, as artists, as poets, comedians, however you want to put us, entertainers. Yeah. We do tend to, I guess, pass on stories that, that we may have encountered or even experienced, even if we were just like eyewitness, as opposed to being the one that it actually happened to right you could even um I yeah guess empathize and put yourself in there and and make a story as if if it were you that it happened to exactly so um there is many things like for example in in the mixtapes uh in, yeah in the newer or the later ones i should say um the yeah. two broke for beat ones i've got a track in dur except let go move on which i actually have that tattooed on my arms it's not a lie when i say that in the verses and i can attest to it right there he's got a tattoo <laughs> right on his arm i'm actually seeing it from a distance yeah um the only thing that i'm a little disappointed is he still don't got the nasty things uh logo <laughs> tattered on any part of the body but right. not yet not yet man not yet <laughs> gotta save that i know a guy oh yeah well, hey looking to get some new tats well, there you joke. go, man. He's from Mexico. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. But yeah, uh, continue on, man. Um, yeah, so uh, as I was saying with the uh, with storytelling specifically and then the next album, Magus, which um, I was recorded in Rhode Island. Yeah. 
um, out in Providence at Temperamento Studio in, in his place. Temperamento, so whereabouts is he located? Uh, Providence, Rhode Island, man. He was a um, big Latin rapper, underground rapper, battle rapper, you know, La Batalla. He's wicked tracks. Check him out. Um, he has since uh, become a Christian rapper. It really? Has not changed. Just, it just really went, uh, yeah. went a little south there, man. Yeah, man. Well, hey, you know, Vico did the same thing. There's, yeah. there's been a lot of people that do, right? There's nothing wrong with finding a, a little religion. Yep. Um, even even it didn't it even, didn't even sorry sorry to interrupt quickly. Even Immortal Technique, in a sense, kind of found religion in a sense because he he kind of does religious things, man. Well, <laughs> it doesn't rap about it, but <laughs> well, uh, that's the thing, right? Like, um, it didn't really change the quality or, or his how should I say his level of rapper? Yeah, because he changed the topic, right? As a rapper, that's the beauty as a writer and rapper is you can write about anything. Like, yeah, I don't have to just stick to a certain thing, right? And I think that's something a lot of rappers tried to express in in uh -huh. the past, specifically like Tupac, right? Like, people would judge him because you know he's he's doing a track about chicks and then he's doing a track about being yeah. a thug, and it's like what? Like, how are you doing this song? Or how are you doing that? And it's like, well, don't try to tell me the complexities of me, right? Like, exactly. As human beings, we have all these sides and all these things we enjoy, you know. And, 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 and I can and we can all attest to this because I think that for the most part, I mean, we're not I mean, no matter I mean, if you consider a chill vibe, if you consider whatever vibe is, you know, that's not always you, man. There's there's different levels. There's different, uh, you sure. know, and, and that's exactly in a sense what Tupac showed. Right. You know, he had the thug in him and. You know, I got a little thug in me sometimes too. You know what I mean? So. Oh, for sure. I think everybody does. You know, you got that side, the revolutionary side, the the every side, because that's what people don't didn't really understand. It wasn't a thug side. It was it was a revolutionary man. He came up with the Panther Party. His mom. It's just mm -hmm. the whole history of things. It's like yo, the, the, this guy should have been like another MLK if he was a rapper. Exactly. You, you know what I mean? So, um, like I said, it goes back to to being a writer, to being all that right like sorry i kind of lost my train of thought there no no worries man um like i was saying with with the whole storytelling thing is is yeah to bring it back to the original point is the no fact no of that course yep i did go a little more i did bring a couple harsher stories in that album and the magus album but it's due uh -huh. to the fact that these are realities that people live whether i've lived them or not specifically although some of the i'm not going to say which one's yes or no because there's no point. It's um, to each interpretation. Exactly. And that that's the whole point, right? Like, uh, you don't need to know exactly what happened to me or what I did. You just need to listen to the story. Like, Pac's big song was Brenda Had a Baby, right? Yep. That was in his story. That's something that was in the New York Times that he read about. Uh -huh. And then he, he wrote the song about it. Yeah. So, basically, it, it you can't hate on the fact that, you know, we are using other people's stories as well to kind of bring light to these situations and things that are going on and happening yeah. right and yes everybody you will hear that i mentioned tupac because he was one of the biggest influences in my music apart from many others like which Cypress hill and bone thugs and harmony which which is fine right because all of those that you're mentioning as references are such key elements in hip-hop right for sure and cypress hill tupac hell yeah. and um 
Sorry, I uh, lost the train of thought. What was the third one that you mentioned there? Bone Thugs and Harmony. Bone Thugs and Harmony. I was going to say, like, Biggie, too. Like, people, oh, yeah, East, West, East Coast, West Coast. Like, dude, like, that doesn't change the caliber of rapper or how good a rapper was, right? Absolutely. And, it, and it's funny you say that, right? Because, um, you know, like, um, a coworker that I had back in the day is that was sort of his major issue was he couldn't appreciate because, for example, he was a major Tupac fan and a West Coast rap fan. Mm. So he couldn't appreciate artists like Biggie Smalls, Big L, Big Daddy Kane, Nas. Which, um, which is fucking absurd. Rakim, like, I mean, yeah. the list goes on when it comes no to the East Coast. No offense to your buddy, but that, that's kind of whack because you, you're just missing out on a whole bunch of good music, right? That's like somebody telling me I only listen to hip-hop. Or I only listen to rap, or I only yeah. listen to drill, or I only listen to trap, or I only exactly. listen to electronic music. It's like there's so much music out there that you're missing exactly. out on that and, you could and, be enjoying. And the sad part about this same homie is that look, let's say, uh, like you know, just a let's say you're a rap fan, right? But you say that's yeah. what I listen to. I listen to rap, right? Me and you are a little bit different, right? Like I, I can sit back and I can listen to some Def Leppard, right? I can listen Fuck to rock. Yeah. I can listen to. To um, um Queens, I can listen. I can't really. I, I don't really fuck with death metal. Oh, man, <laughs> death metal. Come on, man. Metal is metal. Death metal. You gotta throw that in there. They're fucking. But that's but 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 we can clearly attest that we listen to other genres sure. outside of rap, right? Of course. So this homie that I'm talking about is just a rap fan, but could only appreciate Dope. the West Coast. Outside, there was one artist that he listened to from New York the east coast which was nas but outside of him to, in his opinion biggie fuck am i listening to biggie i'm a Pac fan but okay, i mean i hear you i hear you he must have grown up during the beef right he must have been, in, been pretty in, present exactly that so media he he semi was but like again big fan of cypress hill big fan of all those artists but oh, he cool. also what couldn't about? listen to Wu-Tang Clan, which, <laughs> like, it just kind of... See, that sucks. But I got to ask, nah. how West Coast was he? Like, how West Coast did he really know? Because a lot of people don't know about West Coast rap Uh huh. in reality, right? Dudes, like, rapping Forte and all these guys that came along before and that came along after. Like, uh, you got the living legends that used to rap on a four-track. Uh -huh. Four-track four track is king. Yeah. Like, can you imagine taking this plug-in four... And then throwing a beat on and then just rap into that. that that's what they were doing. That's what they were using yeah. on a tape machine, right? So we're talking like um, names that ended up coming up bigger, like Zion I, Burrs, mm -hmm. that, that you heard later on yeah. in life that people didn't really hear about or know about. You got Mac Dre. Yep. You know, rest in peace, Mac Dre, which in, in many cases, people like you look at Mac Dre, you look at Snoop and you're yeah. like, oh, yeah, you know, the fizzle, the fizzle you know. Yeah. All the slang and everything that you hear in L.A. that Snoop was doing, you know, Mac was doing beforehand, uh -huh. right? And things like this. A lot of things that people don't know is a lot of things start in the Bay. And yeah. You know, who, who, where, where was Pac represent? I mean. Represent, represent the Bay, right? Oakland, the sack town. He even he says exactly. it. You know, he, he states it. Yeah. So. There's a lot of things that people don't know, and that's why I'm asking. How West Coast was he? Like, how how does like, you know the best who way does he really know out on the West Coast? So forty and all, you uh -huh. know, kick the sneak and all these dudes uh -huh. that were underground that you only knew them if you were like 
out and around those movements if so, you're talking um, the hyphy movement and yeah. all that. So he was, um, the best way to describe him was listen to a lot of Too Short. Okay, yeah. Tupac. Yeah, short. Um, and on, honestly, those are those are Snoop Dogg, of course, um, and Warren G., I just remembered he, he fucked with Warren yeah, G pretty heavily. But the whole LBC crew. Right, so a shat. lot of those guys. But, you know, there was a lot of guys that he didn't mention. Mm-hmm. But he said he didn't fuck with the East Coast. Yet, you know, I mentioned Big Daddy Kane. Yo, fuck Big Daddy Kane. But he knew <laughs> who Big Daddy Kane was. You get what I mean? Big for L. For sure, for sure. Because, you know, one thing that I will say, this might be controversial. So a nasty take, uh, I guess uh, you could uh, say. A hot take. Let's hear Shout it. out to Hot Takes Alvarez. Is... I actually think, for the most part, East Coast rappers have been have been when you when you think of the amount of great East Coast rappers over West Coast rappers, I think that there's a heavier number in the East Coast. So New York rappers. Oh, for sure, because that's where it originated, right? See, uh huh. You you gotta understand. Um, oh no, it all came from New York, right? absolutely. And I've been there. Shout outs uh-huh. to my homies. Shout out to Good Times Slim. Yeah, GTS, The Circle, out uh-huh. in New York. Look for them if you haven't heard them yet. You're missing out, bro. Um, you know, taking me around, taking me around Brooklyn, showing me a bunch of places. Shout out to Impact, to the homie out there, producer, wicked producer. Yeah. Um, from the Bronx as well. When when I'd go stay out in New York, I'd be chilling at his spot, sleeping there yeah. at the studio and everything, man. Like, big shout outs to those guys. Um, yeah. And actually being able to go out there and, and, and experience and for uh-huh. myself, like as a yeah. big hip hop fan, it was a dream come true coming out to New York and actually seeing a lot of things. Specifically because that's where it all came from, man. For sure. And like, then you want to hear the history, right? Like you see KRS One and Which and all is those still guys, still making like, music, KRS One. Of course. It's KRS One, bro. <laughs> it's KRS One. Like there's no way. Knowledge reigns supreme over everyone, uh-huh. over nearly everyone, excuse me. Yeah, um, which uh, no disrespect to the other artists. <laughs> no, for sure, and and that's the thing, right? Just seeing the nostalgia, seeing the history, um, seeing all these places that people talk about. Like I know you're a big Immortal Technique fan, so when yep. he talks about Harlem and all these things, and or you talk about Central Park and all, all these places out there that I actually got to see. And it's funny that you mentioned that, right? Is that that's an artist that I also wanted to mention again from fucking New York, man? Immortal Technique. <laughs> Which argu- many, bro. Which arguably, a lot of people like uh, I'm talking. Shout outs, shout outs to Viper Record, Immortal Technique, yes. all the dudes out there, Sans uh-huh. Diabolic, everyone that's actually been on my records that I've worked with. Much love for sure. Yep, exactly. Um, Chino Excel, whole bunch of people out uh-huh. there, man. Just and, especially and again, my people out in Van City. And that they're have all held it down. and they're all in East Coast, man. But like, yeah. what I wanted to get out quickly about Immortal Technique is, you know. You know, this unfortunate homie of mine that's only a West Coast guy is, is he's also not appreciating guys like Immortal Technique where arguably some say that he might have been, he well, he's still around, but he doesn't make music as, he doesn't make music often. Actually, what I can't really think of the last track that he's made, but a lot of people argue that he might be the greatest rapper of all time. Like, I've, I've heard that argument before yeah. because... From battle rap to a wicked fucking album maker. Exactly. Like. And it's what's insane about him is a lot of the stuff that he talks about. And I always get back into uh, somehow I always get dragged back <laughs> into Immortal Technique is shout outs. Shout out to Immortal Technique. And hey, if you could ever be on the nasty things, by all means, you're welcome, my man. 
is is that same guy had talked about things back in 07 that are happening now, man. Chips in our brain, et cetera. Like, he was talking about this shit back in 2007, The man. plans, bro. Like you said, there Just ain't no conspiracy theory. This shit is real, written on the back of the dollar under the Mixonic seal. Like, that's actually he, a verse of his. And that's why I was, that's why, that's why you, you saw me, like, blush a little bit when I heard that. <laughs> but that's exactly what I mean, right? Is, so to, uh, it's very unfortunate that, People that cannot, you cannot say that you're a rap fan, but only listen to one side, man. For sure. You got to sure. appreciate the art form as a whole, man. Like, yeah, me and Eternal Love over here also listen to rock. We also listen, I listen to Salsa and Cumbia too, man. I mean, I, I fuck with some Mark Anthony, Juan Luis Guerra. I fuck with all that. Hell yeah. But, you know, I mean, but I also fuck with rap heavily. I mean, my whole intro has cumbia and rap yeah. mix into it's it a which cumbia hip-hop mix man Wicked which mix too which shout, out, shout to out to hot takes, takes alvarez. alvarez yeah is that's just sort of an idea of what me and a lot of the other nasty things uh crew is right we're hip-hop heads that you know we also we're also latinos and we also love salsa and cumbia yeah. but you know i think that the art like if you're a rap fan you also got to appreciate every other side right like Sure. Even even the Dirty South, like he, like I'm not the biggest fan of that style. How are you not gonna love the Dirty but, South, man? But some of my favorite groups are from there: Outkast, Andre 3000, one of my oh, all time yeah. favorite MCs. Tell me what you know about the Dirty South, <laughs> Lady Ma. Tell me I what like, you know about the Dirty South. Exactly, man. And it's just that's what I mean, right? You gotta appreciate all that, and yeah. and that's ATL. and that's the beauty of music, and that's the beauty of rap too. For but sure. getting but, but getting back it. to your mixtape, man. <laughs> so we kind of got lost. Say, we kind of got lost there, man. A little tangent as music lovers. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, bringing it back to the mixtape. So as I was saying, so Magus, it was recorded out there. I got to work out. Uh, sorry, I got to work with amazing artists out there. Um, yeah. Shout outs to all of them that are on my album. I'm not gonna name them all because I'd be naming a bunch of them. Too many of no them. No joke. Uh, but much love. But for is there, all the is love there, they showed me out there when we did it, and uh, we even did a video. There's a video out there. Um, which Eternal uh, Love? Can they find that with on schizo? YouTube? Yeah, with Schizo. With Schizo, okay. Um, it's called Let Me In. Let Me In, okay. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> of course she did. Oh, I love it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No. So uh, it was a great experience doing that album too, because I actually got to fly out there. They picked me up. You know. Yeah. Stayed at Temperamentos House and fucking. Which we're going to get into him we in a bit. Hard. Um, oh, dude. Lots of amazing tracks. Uh, and then I did one. So we can get into the story a little later of like how we Absolutely. actually linked up and everything and how it went. Because um, I'm kind of known like as, you know, good at connections, I guess, meeting people and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, but for so specifically going back to the storytelling and the Magus mixtapes as... And I will say, these are free mixtapes that you can download at fourthdmedia.com. You can go ahead, go over there, look for the albums themselves, or sorry, in this case, the mixtapes, and go ahead and download them for free. They yeah. are for anyone. Bump them outside, play them outside, hit them with the barbecues, the summer, everything. Just be banging them, share them to everybody, let them know where they can get them, fourthdmedia.com. Yeah. Um, 
as well as other artists that I have um, from Latin America there too. There's a couple mixtapes up that you can check out their music as so well. So what are some of the artists that, uh, as far as the mixtape that, you know, some artists, <laughs> eh, eh, and, and uh, something I forgot to mention is we do have some listeners out in Mexico, uh, hey, Nicaragua. Saludo, mi Entonces, gente para ellos. Uh, sorry to those that don't. For sure. Well, if um, para todos los de Nicaragua, you guys know la gente allá, El Mapo. El Mapo, yeah. Um, we had the RRC crew, Repartiendo Rima Conscientes. Yep. And we had that going on for a while. Mixtape is out too. That will be featured up on Forty Media as well. Yep. Um, I was a producer and the engineer for everything. Um, I will state this. Mixtape beats I didn't make, but I did produce the album and engineer it, record it. Uh -huh. And um, with the artists that are under RRC as well, I did a lot of the engineering, yeah. a lot of the recording for uh, people out there in Nicaragua. Shout out so to Nicaragua. Outs, man. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, pretty much any place I go, I'm, I'm recording and, and producing. Uh -huh. uh, so big shout outs for that side, Latin America side. They are, we are coming out with a bunch of stuff, like I said. So I got Nicaragua, I got El Mapo, RRC crew. Um, I've also got the Peruvian side with yeah. Padrillo and Padrex, which we've got a group together going on. So, like I said, there's a lot of stuff up and coming. There's an album with me and Nico together. Me and Shout Nick out Bass. to Nico. Nick, so Nick Bass, by the way. Nick Have Bass is the artist name. Look for him on YouTube. Um, you can find all the tracks up there. You can check them out as well and on the Nick Bass Media is website. actually extreme approved, by the way. I have actually had a little little conversations with him. And I have checked out some of his stuff. So, yeah, by all the by all means, Extreme Approved, Nasty <laughs> Approved, check him out. Yeah, and who knows? Maybe a, a future guest. Yes, and uh, here I am hoping. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, uh -huh. So, yeah, there's there's artists coming up and out um, that I've got that I'm trying to get going and trying to push them yeah. out into the market as well as my own stuff and like i said doing a whole bunch of other media things that i've got going on right um, yeah so same so name uh, one of the one of the media things that stick out <laughs> right now that's coming soon sorry so tba and coming soon that's what she <laughs> said also to that so I, th I think what he's alluding to is uh the fact that yes there is a podcast coming out um yep. it's called the ill-minded podcast and we are going to be a comedy slash everything podcast so i'm gonna be hitting topics so they're gonna get nasty with it homies oh, for sure and we're gonna be hitting like i said deep topics neutral topics going everything from talking like finance to science to health to music of course and any types of arts entertainment movies so on and so forth um depending on yeah. on whomever it is that that i'm gonna be speaking with or or talking about right that's the whole yeah. point of ill-minded um, podcast is the fact that I want everyone as well to to speak their uh -huh. mind and yeah. let me know you know if there's any topics that you'd like to hear or anything that we can talk about yeah, or explore course. together just freaking shoot an email and uh, let us know and like I said on 4dmedia.com go into the contact and you can shoot us an email and say like hey you know I like that you guys hit on this topic and this exactly. podcast I'd like to hear some more of that or, or so on and so forth right and of course you know on the nasty things Instagram yep as well hit us up let us know and exactly we'll go from there but um 
Exactly, yeah. right? So they get nasty with it just like I get nasty with it. So <laughs> sort of similar in a sense. It's similar, but it's, it's, a, it's a little different on that end is, yeah, like everything is up for discussion. And that's that's a big thing sure. that I've kind of mentioned on our end, right, on the nasty things end is that any topic realistically is up for discussion. Just let us know. Let us know what's up. Yeah. But getting back to uh, eternal love over here is... Um, what's up? Yeah, so like you have the mixtapes. Yep. You have now this podcast on the way. You have the YouTube channel, which I think I've mentioned yes, in the past, right? Which, um, which I'll, I'll talk about quickly as well. I'll just elaborate. So uh, there is a couple things going on on the YouTube channel. So, of course, we've got videos coming up for yeah. music videos. Um, so there will be uh, on the lookout for that. I do have an album for Latin America, all Latino album. Um, there's also one in the works that's going to be Spanglish, so you're going to be hearing mix, right? Which many of my mixtapes do have tracks that are mixed English and Spanish. So are you going to kind of Tom Segura it or <laughs> on the music world? Even better, bro. Even better. Cause <laughs> I've been doing this for a minute, right? And there's other artists that have, that have done this as well. Yeah. Because honestly, growing up on both sides, right? I'm, I don't walk neither here nor there. Like... Here in Canada, as a Canadian Latino, I'm looked at as a Latino, right? Yep. Oh, yeah, you know, typical shit like Latino. And then, and then in Nicaragua you're or somewhere else. You're from here, you're blah, blah, blah. And then, of you're course, Canadian. In, in, yeah, I go to Nicaragua and you're like, oh, you're the fucking gringo. You're Canadian. You're Canadian. What are you doing <laughs> That's here? Exactly bro? What like, it you is, should man. be in Canada. Why are you here? You know, like, so there's no acceptance anywhere, right? I'm walking two different worlds. And I'm not being accepted by either one because each one sees me as the outsider uh -huh. due to the experiences I've lived or where I've been, right, geographically. Yeah. Which makes me laugh because when you look at my history, where I was born and everything, people that come from and so on and so forth. Like, honestly, I just say I'm a, I'm a child of this world, of this earth. Like, Which I like that, man, because um, and I think a lot of the listeners can definitely... Um, agree with that agree themselves. agree with like that, that themselves because i think everybody in their own work in their own mind or sorry in their own way can can say that they felt an outsider in one point or the other in their lives and it is it really is a true thing right is that i kind of deal with the same thing too like um you know like Latino in, in Canada, you know, but if I go to Nicaragua, el canadiense. Yeah, of if course. I, and your accent and everything. Exactly, you know what I mean? But like, <laughs> but then when I'm here, oh, el Latino, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's just like, I think, you know, like he says, you know, we're, we're, we're God's gift to the world, I guess like you could say. I mean, I'm not yeah, saying man. that I'm like the greatest thing ever either, but I'm just saying we're a gift from God and we, we, we just got to appreciate ourselves and appreciate everybody else. For sure. And being Latino, we're, we're so mudded. We're like the pit bulls, right? We're, we're so mixed with so many other races. At we're the point. mutts, man. It's, <laughs> it's true. It's hard to even say, I even say it in my songs, Casica Mestizo, look for it. Um, I actually talk about that. I am a mutt. We, Literally, we, I'm, a, I'm a mix of so many well, it's different exactly. races at this point that it's like, okay, like, what am I really, right? When you when you go back to it, to uh -huh. a 23 and me, it's like, what yeah. actually comes up, right? <laughs> that, that's exactly, but, it, but it's funny you say that, is that that's the one side of our culture that's pretty cool, right? Is that no matter, like, how you look or et cetera, you're just Latino. There's For nothing sure. more that, to it. That's the beauty of being Latino is that we range. Like, if you look at my family between uh, my grandmother and her brothers, like freaking range through the human 
rainbow, bro. Like exactly as dark as a black person, curly hair, like super dark, 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 all the way to an uncle of mine that's freaking, you know, blonde hair, blue eyed. Like yeah, it, it's like how is that even possible, right? It's like they say you you got Latinos like Cameron Diaz and Christina Aguilera, <laughs> and, you know, blonde, blue eyed. Looking all white, and then you got other Latinos that are, you know, Tego Calderon and Don Omar. Oh, yeah. I use those because of Fast Romeo, Romeo Santos also, it, which was well, also in the Fast series, if you can believe it. Oh, that's true. Well, that, that's yeah. my point, right? Like, we are a freaking cornucopia of yeah. pretty much every race that's out there, right? You'll see Latinos that look a little more Asian. You'll see Latinos that look a little more uh-huh. African-rooted. Latinos and trust me, a little more European. eternal love over here can attest to this. I got an uncle of mine. That looks Asian as fuck, man. <laughs> like, shout out to Chino. Shout out to you, Chino. Shout but, out to you. For sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? He looks super Asian, but that's exactly what I what we mean about our culture, right? Is mm-hmm. that but at the end of the day we don't go by oh this color, this color. It's just we're all Latinos. Yeah, man. And and that's the thing, is bring it back. We all people, right? And exactly that's part of what um what these albums try to do, right? And these mixtapes is those topics that I'm talking about that I hit that hit pretty hard. Like uh, it's due to that. It's to it they've got a universal truth to them and it brings people together because exactly. whether someone's gone through it or not, they might know somebody that has or or and something then, like that, right? And then that can inspire that person to listen to that and maybe do better, man. For sure. And that um that leads me to like uh, actual uh-huh. albums that I've done too, right? Which I did want to ask, actually ask you about one specifically. Hit me. Guardians of the Earth. <laughs> so that's the one that came to mind automatically because there are certain artists that a lot of these listeners that are li- all of you nasty listeners, there's some artists that you might know in this album and it's just a very interesting album as a whole um yeah for sure well here's the thing so anyone that i that knows me um knows that basically uh i've always been an underground rapper i've always hit more topics that are whatever yeah however you want to say revolutionary conscious etc political Uh um so on and so forth so I've always been kind of looking more for that side of things, like a label on that side yeah. of things to, to work with and stuff like that, which was really hard to find. Like, um, I went through experiences where, like, I was even told, like, dude, your, your stuff is too, too smart, too thoughtful. Like, we, we can't market that. It's not easy to market. We, we want something, you know, simple which, and repetitive. People which, are stupid. They need simple and repetitive. So, which, which quickly, I wanted to just quickly, uh, just a quick interruption is that as a person that studied music, done music, created music, but again, as you say, you, you suit more the underground because the underground is more thoughtful, is yep. so listening to major artists that really don't have much thought into their music... Like, you know, guys that come to mind for me are, you know, like Lil Xan, X, and all those. So, like, to you as a as an artist on top of um, right. a, a guy that's passionate about music, how how is that as, how does that affect you, listening to these artists being so big? Well, all I got to say is uh, to each their own, right? Like, that's the beauty about music is people that resonate it with it are the ones that are going to like it and they're the ones that are going to be feeling with it and generations change music shifts styles shift everything shifts right um 
So what I grew up with, even me growing up, uh, I didn't, I now do more hip hop, hip hop, like, you know, revolutionary conscious uh-huh. stuff myself. But when I first grew up and I was first coming up, I wanted to be R and B man. I wanted to be fucking, um, Oh, so, so we could have had you. I as- need love. You know, I would, I wanted to be like cool J in that sense, like that R and B hip hop rap fusion. I need love type songs. I, I was just about to mention, uh, very beloved figure in R. Kelly. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> R&B, right? Like, I love that. I grew up with that. I wanted to be a singer. Uh-huh. Um, but And I do, you, you do hear songs where I do sing and stuff like that, but I don't consider myself like, wow, I'm a great singer. Exactly. Nah, I, I preferred the poetry and the rap. Um, I do harmonize, of course. Like I said, Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yep. Harmony. Great, great artist. Right? Like, Have listened to him. Uh, they brought that whole other style where you can yeah. bring in that that harmonization, uh-huh. which I hate to say this and I don't want to offend anybody of, you know, new rappers and stuff. But I feel like a lot of this new style uh-huh. is basically ripping off bone, uh-huh. but without the fucking harmony. <laughs> and, and I hate to say it, like a lot of these, um, uh-huh. I don't know, is it drill or trap? Like yeah. the flows, like the flows are dope. But I feel like they're trying to do the whole bone, the you know, um, yeah, the 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 fast rap, but they're missing the harmonization in certain yeah. points, and that that's why it kind of feels a little off at times, right? Because you kind of missing that, you, yeah. you feel that there's there's certain tones and stuff that yeah. maybe should have been in there, right? Um, like I said, it's not to diss or anything. Every you know generation and genre. Yeah. To go back to my original point is. I didn't even like the hardcore rap hip hop stuff when I was coming up as yeah. a kid, right? Like 12, you know, 11, 12 years old, I was still all into the R&B and, and trying to be, you know, romantic and all this stuff. And you can see that in my first album because my and, first album reflects that more. And and I, and I believe it, man, because it's kind of, I think that naturally when you're around that age, is that something that kind of uh, like, I'll be real, like when I was a young, like what, 11 year old, I like Ja Rule a lot. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, over, <laughs> but you know what I mean. Over time, I realized I'm like, yeah, he's okay. Well, <laughs> you know it, what I mean? It's also the good vibes, the good beats, the good feeling, right? That that good feeling that you get from it, and that's the beauty um, of music, right? It'll make you feel anything. Uh, but that's yeah. the difference when you got a more conscious record going on that is actually telling you something, and you got to pay yeah. attention to it. Absolutely, as man. To just a beat, and you're gonna dance to it is that it makes people think and that kind of gets some people scared, right? Because you start changing minds. You start yeah. seeing other things and, and, and start seeing other possibilities. And exactly, right? Doors so, open and so on and so forth. And that's exactly why, that's the beauty of music, right? Because, you know, sometimes I can sit back and I'm like, I want to listen to some Nas because he's more of a conscious rapper, right? He talks For about sure. things that, and on top of that, his flow is good and... His beats are actually damn good all the time, but yeah. every so every so often, again, we're the nasty things podcast. I fuck with Lil Dicky, <laughs> you know fuck what I yeah. mean? You know what I mean? And his <laughs> is just the absolute opposite of what you would think, right? For sure, but it brings us back to a very good topic. Is um, yeah, it's the punchlines, right? Like, uh, which is what I wanted to kind of get into in a bit. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, well, let's but, let's get back to it. For but a before second. before we get into the punchlines and everything is let's get back to 
Guardians of the Earth. Yeah. Because there were some artists that I wanted you to mention and also just the inspiration behind that album. Sure. So um so I always came up with the theory, right? Like uh, you know, the what's happening to the earth, what's happening to us as a society and everything, like um you know, there's always been gatekeepers and stuff like that that don't let the next generations in and so on and so forth. So I always felt that, um, you know, all the people all together, we're kind of guardians of this earth because it's the one place we live in. Yeah. So, yes, borders and stuff and all these ideologies and all these things may try to divide us, but we are still one earth. And I think that's a, a, a point even scientifically that that's been trying to be made, like, you know. Yeah. When they talk about the yeah, different levels man. of civilizations and, and how you become, you know, higher, like going to Star Wars level where you can actually go out into the stars. Exactly. You gotta Lightspeed, harness, motherfuckers. But you got to harness the earth first. And if yeah. we're still so fragmented and so separated that yeah. we can't even see us as one on the earth yet, how are we going to even, you know, but you can see that, that we're trying to get there. Yeah. Right. As one people. Exactly. But, yep. My point is, um, going back to the original thing, <laughs> going back to the original. Guardians yeah, yeah, no worries, man. Exactly. Is, yeah. Is that's exactly how it started that, um, that, you know, I think the good in people is inherent and, and that there is good in everybody and that we are all part of this. And yeah. once we actually get into that and see that, that, you know, it'll, it'll fix things. It'll start help heal things. I'm not saying I have the answers or that, oh my God, but I'm saying, we need to open up and, and dialogue about the things that are going on and stop yeah. trying to hide shit and actually bring it out to the light and talk about it, discuss it, and then try to get a plan and, and go from there, right? Because if we don't even bring things to the light, if we don't even have discussions about these topics and things, then we're not going to move on as, as a species or as a yeah. people or as in anything. Yeah. So that was the whole thing behind this album. And it was a, a more militant, revolutionary-minded album you can see it from, um, I guess, from from the artwork yeah. off the bat, right? Uh, that shout-outs to, to my cousin that did this. Yeah, I'm not going to say names, but shout-outs to him that, that actually got all these shots. These are yeah. real photographs taken out there um, in Africa. Yeah. And so um, the point of this is, is, is I use these things as images to, to get the point across of... Yeah. Not necessarily the fact of revolution because real revolution and war is fucking bloody, man. It's unnecessary for all these people to lose exactly. their it's lives. Not, it's not like Call of Duty where it's all fun and games not. or fuck no. Tears anybody, of the- anybody that's seen any real type of war or any, any real exactly. type of violence can tell you that. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point that I wanted to bring is that, um, you know, revolution of the mind, right? sparks yeah. the spiritual revolution and that from there you know once we realize that we're one community one everything that'll bring yeah. us all together right so i hate to go into the whole philosophical thing off, off of it, the music but that was basically the thought behind it no album. no that's fine because my question was about like guardians of the earth what it stood for and stuff and you answered that question so for sure no, you by all means man. artists that are on it now too. that's exactly what i wanted to get on right next is what were some of the artists that some of the nasty listeners may be aware of, right? Um, for sure. Well, you know, as, as an artist, any album that you finish and everything, you, you've always got critiques and you always want to go back and 
you know, as a perfectionist, nothing's ever fucking perfect. Which is which is just anything in life because, you know, I mean, same thing with me and podcasting. Yeah. There, I mean, I go back to episode one, two, three. Jesus Christ. Well, like I said, you mentioned many artists on um, on this album. Yep. That, yes, you were talking about East Coast, West Coast. So I do have um, some East Coast artists on here. Uh, Shout out to the East Coast, man. Many of them are from uh, Viper Records, which, as Woo! we did mention, Immortal Technique uh, hold on and Viper Records. Uh, let's, uh, for that right there. For sure. Sorry, this is actually the Wrong right one. one I wanted to. Yeah, there we go. There we go. That's better. Standing <laughs> O, for sure. So, um, many of them were featured on this album, uh, and I honestly had a great time with all these cats talking to everybody and, yeah. and just, you know, politicking and, and building with everybody. Right. Um, it, it was an amazing experience. Um, even meeting everybody and stuff like that. And I know you said you wanted to talk about temperamento and stuff too. And, and other artists that, mm-hmm. that I may have run into and met. Yeah, and of stuff. course. Yeah. But, um, I did want to shout out to other than these guys. Uh, so I will name some of them cause you'll see them on, on the album. Um, yeah, absolutely. So I got a track, Produced by my boy MD, um, yeah. shout outs with Chino XL called Deal World. Shout out to Chino XL for sure. Um, I've also got uh, a track with The Circle, which is Good Time Slim and Fats. Wicked, wicked dudes. Awesome track. Check it out. Um, same album, Guardians of the Earth. Yep. Uh, I do also have. Two other artists from the same label, Hassan Salam and Diabolic. So with Hassan yeah. Salam, we did a track called American Zombies. And with Diabolic, I did a track called Rebels Mentality. Yeah. Um, now, I did also do a track with an awesome artist uh, that was popping, popping. I haven't, unfortunately, I haven't heard from him in a good while um, as I was out of, you know, yeah. doing everything for a couple of years. Out of commission too. for a bit, man. Yeah, um, going back to school and all these other things. But I was at a commission for a bit as well, not releasing and, and lost contact with people as I was out traveling. And yeah. um, in other parts of the world, that was no longer Canada. Uh, uh, Prince E. So Prince E yeah. was from St. Louis, Missouri. S- shout out to St. Louis. He actually had the make smart cool movement. So he was talking about, you know, same thing, conscious cat. Yeah. Talking about how knowledge is power and, and study and read and yeah. you know what I mean? And how that's been demonized in a lot of media. Yeah. You know, to, to making dumb cool. And the reality is like, no man, like you, you wanna be as educated as you can. Like where did we lose that along the way? Like when you go back to all these movements in the sixties and seventies yeah. and Panthers and all these other cats like the Liberations and all, all these other dudes, um, movements that were going on, yeah. they all focused on education, education and community, yeah. which was fundamentals and that seems to have been lost in some yeah. point. Like it seems that it's really being pushed on us that nah man education or, or being smarter or learning things is don't do that that's which, not cool right which is it's funny you say that right because um to to some of the listeners that don't uh, listen to the more underground scene is that an artist when it comes to that right because you talk about the education and oh it's not necessary etc is 
an artist that most that listen to this pod or or most that don't listen to underground rap specifically, J. Cole went to college, man, and he was criticized. <laughs> and he went to music school in college, but he was criticized because they said, ah, why why did he go about it that way when most excessively talented artists don't go about it that way? But, I mean... There's no right way, man. There is no right way, et cetera. And on top of that, he's a super s- successful artist, and he proved the absolute opposite regarding that, right? Because yeah. he's one of the bigger artists to this day, right? But it's like you were hitting on that topic before. Um, so it goes back to like lyricism and, and things like that. And we've talked about this. Uh, I was showing, we were talking about some 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 beefs and some, yeah, some we battle tracks and stuff like that, yep. some diss tracks. So exactly. we will hit on that. We'll, we'll get back to that. Yeah. But um, but yeah, finish that, finish that train of thought. Yeah, uh-huh. if I remember it now. Yeah, sorry about that, man. Uh, so, holy crap, I did lose that one for a second. <laughs> no, so you were just going about, uh, you know, the educational system and ah. some of the, yeah, go ahead. For sure. So how it's kind of been lost um, throughout the years, right? And like you were saying, uh, there's a lot of people that are actually educated that you'd be surprised that are educated uh-huh. uh, because the persona or whatever it is that they're they're working on to, to yeah. be famous or to do doesn't allow that right um but the truth of the matter is this education is good no matter what whether you're um i can only think of it in spanish right now autodidacto um self-taught yeah or you're actually going to a school or or whatever Uh right the whole point is the time you put in and and the training you put into the thing and the research and so on and so forth right so education is good in any way, shape, or form that you can get it. There's so many people that nowadays like learn stuff off YouTube. Yep. Right? So, it, And it's sort of like, it's funny you mentioned that, is that sort of this new movement with journalism, right, is that there's a lot of these guys, oh, I went to YouTube and I, I saw a couple of videos. I'm a journalist. I have a microphone. Sure. But, you know, there is schooling for journalism. Hey, man, I saw Joe Rogan podcast. Now I'm a podcast. <laughs> Exactly, right? <laughs> but it's a process, you know, man. It's a process. No, for sure. And and that's the whole thing, right? Like you, you hear that with um, anybody that does anything is you got to do it. And, yeah. And once you start doing it, you start figuring it out. And exactly. That's the reality. You can't be afraid of doing it. Just do it, right? Same goes with the music. Same with all the stuff. Like you look at, oh, yeah, he's worked with these people and he's done this and that. Uh-huh. And it's like. Well, yeah, because I, I just did it. Like, if we go back to the whole things about connections and everything, it's like, you never know. It's like they say, um, you miss 100% of the opportunities that you don't take, right? Exactly. It, it's uh, it's um, it's like taking a shot. Like, like the saying is, right? Like, you take them shots, man. Yeah. Is, like, uh, you, you got you to take them shots, man, because, I mean... You don't, I mean, yeah, yeah, we get what we mean. <laughs> For sure. Now, going back to um, the artists that we were talking about, like yep. I said, yeah, I worked with um, artists from out there, wicked artists, but I also work with a lot of wicked artists from out here. Now, um, you know, I worked with uh, Danny and Lizzie. Danny and Lizzie. Awesome yeah. singers, songwriters, yep. creators of all type, everything, man. Amazing, amazing. Um, known them for years. Awesome, awesome artists. Uh, Jacob Evolved is another homie yep. that I came up with as well. Shout out to Jacob, man. Another awesome artist. Um, of course, my producer, 
for yeah. this album. He executive produced. He produced the majority of the beats. Yeah. And um, he's also a rapper, uh, Vago. El Vago. A.K.A. One nice. Mind. Um, Minor. So you'll see him as One Mind rapping on, on yeah. some of my tracks as well. Uh, my boy Andres and, of course, Chipaulucci. Chipaulucci and Andres, okay. If you don't know him, you should know him. <laughs> to be honest, you should Fair know enough. him. Um, worked with, uh, like I said, a lot of great artists. My boy Osmosis, um, Osmosis as well. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think just off the top of my head who else was yeah. on the album. Um, but yeah, like I said, uh, Vago produced a lot of them. My boy Pharmacist, my yeah. boy MD as well. Mickey D, he did a lot of the production. But now McDonald's. No. <laughs> yeah. But uh, who else? Pharmacist had hand in here yeah. in this, uh, as well as the next album, um, Mind Revolution, Spiritual Evolution, which uh, yeah. I know you also want to hit on a bit too. Yeah, I did actually. Yeah. Um, so this album, definitely you can get it on uh, 4dmedia.com yeah. as well. You can listen to it everywhere that music is distributed, like everywhere, Amazon, Apple, Spotify, name it, it's there. Yeah. Um, as for Mind Revolution, Spiritual Evolution, uh, if you want to yeah. get into that one, it is more of a work of art in the sense that it had a lot yeah. of intros and outros to try to get the point across as to what I'm saying. It and was quite a process, man, making it. Yeah, well, it was um, a lot of introspective, a lot of lessons, a lot of taking a hard look at the mirror. Yeah. Uh, th there was a, something like, um, like <laughs> people are going to trip, but used to read on all types of um, yeah people, right? All types of... Uh, I guess conspiracy yeah. theorists, philosophers, <laughs> um, everything, right? Oh, I we're going to go there, right? <laughs> well, we can really go there. But um, <laughs> that that's even like where eternal yeah. love, the name, the rap name of it in itself, right, uh, comes from is the fact that, you know, love is energy, pure energy, right? Everything yeah. is energy. Energy doesn't die. Energy just changes, transforms oh, yeah. into something else, right? And the state of the world, the way I saw it and the way I saw how much negativity is coming out, is being pushed as, as something positive and so yeah. on and so forth. I figured that one thing that this world is missing is, is and that needs a lot more of yeah. is, is love, right? It's eternal. Love is eternal. So eternal yeah. love, that's hence the name. Um, like, yeah, it's got metaphysics roots and philosophy yeah, of course, and all, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Of yeah. course, once you bring it into it. Uh, but the reality of it is, is I just felt that there was a need and, you know, you, you just want to get your point across and, and tell what's going on. So basically it's all these lessons that I've learned. So would you say that this, up. this album was specifically very special to you with, it, uh, some of the lessons you're going to show others and some of the, uh, can, can I say that you went a little more vulnerable in this album? For sure. It's very, a lot more deeper. And I actually state that in a track called My Art with uh, Nikki yeah. Sane. Um, she sings the hook where where I literally talk about, you know, uh, I pour my heart into my art and I live yeah. off that. See, hip hop is what I live, but I feed y'all raps. I add a bit of my soul, mix it all up, paint a picture. Let the universe be told, and I start jotting the scriptures. Nobody figures that it's me that they're holding. They're by my side when I'm happy or when I'm broken. Walking along this journey with me. Every time that you listen to my CDs or any of my tracks or my poems. You know what I mean? 
And, so, and, and, and there's a little exclusive to all the nasty listeners, <laughs> a little exclusive track right there. For sure. Yeah. And this little before, uh, before you listen to the album. So I, I actually put that in there, right? That, that when you're listening to all this, you're actually listening to experiences that shape me as a person and who I am. Yeah. So these things that I talk about, like we were talking about, I put in other people's experiences. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe I'm empathetic enough to learn off of other people's yeah, experiences of course, yeah. and stuff too. But I've always taken it like a lesson learned myself, right? Like yeah. I saw this person live through that. I don't want to live through that. Yeah. So lesson learned. So I put that out there. And so this album was very deep in the sense that there was a lot of introspection and I was yeah. trying to be honest with myself and things that I was facing in myself and trying to learn about myself. So I made it kind of like a blueprint, not necessarily of... Um, Shout out to Young Hove. <laughs> <laughs> not necessarily a blueprint of like what everyone yeah. might live through or something but experiences that i know that i lived through that i had to get over yeah and that i had to kind of experience and actually have happen to mold yeah. me and make me right adversity makes us who we are as much as we don't like it or, or we hate it or no adversity is important right? man. it is it's definitely it helps shape you um so I put all those lessons and things into that. And in a way, it's kind of a reminder for myself. Yeah. But I put it for, I made it for everybody because I figured, okay, if I'm going through these things yeah. and learning these lessons, other people must be Absolutely. feeling this too, right? And there must be others that, you know, they go back and they listen to this track and they go, or any of the tracks or any of this album. For and sure. they can say, this is something that I went through at some point in time or Exactly. Something that I've thought, right? Because, you know, that's something that we can both attest to is that that's the beauty of music is that music, you know, feeds the soul. Feed, like, you know, whatever you're feeling, man, yeah. is there's a song that sticks out, man. If you're feeling mad, if you're feeling sad or if you're feeling vulnerable, there's a song that helps you get through it. Even if you want to work out, right? Like, I've exactly. got that. That's another thing that I've got in, in the books because, you know into the fitness and all that so <laughs> that's awesome i want to do a workout album too I, I had one that's been in the works for a while i've just yeah. never actually finished it up right okay um but yeah there there's so many things that that go into it so this one was definitely personal and it's one that as yeah. we were saying before i did it i finished it i put it out but i didn't release it like i had the other ones for example yeah. guardians of the earth i had cds printed the beginning i had cds printed everything even for the mixtapes it wasn't yeah. just digital like i was you know just giving them away yeah um but for this one i just i put it out online only yeah and i never promoted it i never pushed it i never anything and it's something that's kind of sat there in the wings yeah and so i decided to retouch it up um redo it and i'm re-releasing it now because yeah i feel that as an album and what's in it now more than ever it's it's very needed yeah because with everything that's gone on in the past few years and all the mind revolutions that people have been going through and i mean yeah. that like you know you've been seeing things you never saw before mm -hmm. you're realizing things you're seeing the reality for what it really is as opposed yeah. to trying to live in a fantasy you know, that, um, oh my God, cognitive dissonance, right? Like yeah. where, where you're breaking out of that old paradigm yeah. of thinking and you're starting to see other ways and everything. This album is specifically for that because yeah. 
is when you're going through that struggle. That's exactly what was happening, right? Yeah. And so it is a double. It was originally a double disc. Yeah. It's a digital thing. It just comes as one. Um, as for the intros and outros, the intros and outros are up for free. Okay. So those are definitely up for free. They can be downloaded at any time because yeah. I do not have the copyrights for those. Yeah. Um, so when I was younger, of course, you know, you don't know anything about the business. You don't, you yeah. just, you know, just do whatever. Right. Yeah, of course. And that's the reality of it. Um, due to the fact that, you know, you didn't have anybody telling you this, what you got to do. There's legalities, yeah. there's this and that. So there was things that I didn't own the copyrights for that I have now. Okay. You know, I have, that will be free. I can't actually, uh-huh. I can't sell that because it's not mine. Yeah. Um, but the tracks themselves and everything that, yes, it is up for purchase and you do Let's get, describe. and like I said, you can download the rest of the intros and outros for free. Um, all together, they do make the whole album. Yeah. Um, and like I say, I wish, unfortunately I, I can't do it the way it was originally intended. Yeah. Uh, but with the revamp and everything, it, it's going to be great. Um, it's coming out soon. Uh, there's going to be a lot of tracks on it. Like yeah. we said about things that, that you hit, like, um, for example, being thankful, you know, yeah. or, or believing in things and being positive yeah. and like truly believing, you know, like uh-huh. when you're trying to reach a goal and all that stuff, you, you might hit that self pity and, and wallow yeah. in it. And like, Oh my God, this is too hard. I think I got to quit and da da da. But it's like, nah, man, you, you just got to believe that you're going to get that goal. You're going to reach it. You just got to keep working at it. Right. It might yeah. be, you know, you're within arm's reach of it and you're going to yeah. quit. Like, nah, you just got to keep going. Believe it, you know, yeah. stay positive and do all that kind of stuff. So this album was really for that, going through that mind revolution, breaking out and yeah. seeing yourself for who you really are. And then going to that spiritual evolution of being uh-huh. okay with yourself and being on another level, a more positive level, trying not to let all that negativity that's around the world yeah. and around people and everything, you know, um, become a poison to you. Yeah. And, and, and I think that's important in a, in a lot of ways because, uh, yeah. And, and for that reason alone, ladies and gentlemen, make sure to purchase that album, which is, can you give, can you give that, uh, the audience members, uh, the name of the album one more time? Mind revolution, spiritual evolution. Exactly. Which is, <laughs> it's so fitting because that's exactly what the album is. Yeah. So go sure. out and and then you know if you want a little bit of a taste, there's the intro and there's the outro, and on top of that, you heard a little bit of a freestyle. Uh, you know while you're yeah, on here. Definitely. Um, there might be more later on. We'll see. Exactly. Uh, but that was definitely like um, that was your baby. That was one that that I had been working on for a bit. There's then as well. There's a Latin American album coming out in Spanish. Para yep. todo lo que hablan español. Para la gente de Nicaragua y la gente de México. Um. Va a haber un álbum latino. Right now, you can actually hear it on Spotify and everything, but it's being re-released. Uh-huh. Um, because this album, fortunately, the release was actually, wow, while turmoil was going on in Nicaragua, and I left Nicaragua, and all this stuff. Um, so it didn't actually get a push or anything. It was yeah. really rushed and all this stuff. So it is in the process of being remixed and re-released. Yeah. Sorry, remixed and remastered. And then remastered is probably the best term. Yeah. Yeah. Um, to actually, you know, get everything uh, how it should be sounding and how it should be. And 
I will be dropping a release date for that later on, but you can go ahead and actually hear the version that is yeah. out right now. You can go to Spotify and you'll actually find it under David G. So David G and the album is called Yo Soy David G. Yo Soy David G. Yeah. David. Yo Soy David G. Entonces, you can find it there under that. Um, y again, you know, it's an album that's all sides of me in one. So you'll get a bit of the the party, fun, comedian, yeah. happy go lover side. And then you get some of the more political side of, you know, things that I saw and, and experienced. Yeah. And some of the more vulnerable sides of you. Yeah, sure. definitely. More some of the pissed off sides. But yeah, <laughs> the whole album is kind of a Fair progression. Enough, like man. it goes nice and light, you know, talking about all the good stuff. And then it goes down and gets a little more political, political. Like I've even got a one called UN titled yeah. uh, Politicas. So untitled, yeah. but UN because... Um, being someone that went to school for political science, I actually, yeah, I got my own opinions and stuff, and and I talk about a lot of the things. I yeah. even talk about you know um, a couple of leaders in there and say some things and mention some yeah, things. Yeah, no, of about, course. You know, um, so there there is that right. There, this one's a lot of all aspects. Yeah, of everything. Yeah, and and I think um, yeah, I think that's actually. No, it's definitely worth a listen because, uh, again, you get a lot of aspects of uh, eternal love that you can't even get on this podcast, actually. And in Spanish. And in Espanol. En para, español, la gente, en español. para la gente de Nicaragua, la gente de México, toda la gente que escucha en Espanol, ya saben. Yeah. Which, uh, to those that can't speak Spanish, I just basically said, yeah, the pe to the people in Nicaragua, the people in Mexico. Is, and um, everywhere else. And everywhere else, by all means, man, give us a listen and, you know. You know, it's 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 harder times over there for sure. Oh, for sure. So, um, yeah. yeah. So in that in that aspect, uh, these are the albums and these are the things that that uh -huh. are being pushed at the moment. You did talk about the other artists, like yep. I said. So uh, El Mapo from Nicaragua, yep. Nick Bass and Padrillo Records in Peru that yep. we've got coming out. Um, there might be some more to add to the roster soon, but maybe now, an extreme Joaquin. Yeah, hey. <laughs> if you guys want an extreme Joaquin track, uh, let us know in the comments. Let us know on Instagram and the Reddit, and we'll see what we can do. We might exactly. get something popping off too. Could be happening real soon. Could be happening later. Yeah, but it's something that could happen. Um, yeah, speaking speaking of things that could happen. Uh, yeah, like we were gonna say. So there uh -huh. is an album in the works. Which I actually did, before you get into that, the number one question that I had is back in episode, let's see here, I believe it was episode 21, which uh, to anyone that hasn't listened to a bio, what the hell are you guys doing listening to us, listen to that episode, is, <laughs> is Guys Gone Wild, episode 21, is Eternal Love made an announcement right before we let him go, and... That announcement was that, um, yeah, so that announcement was that Etern uh, our, our very own Hot Takes Alvarez and Eternal Love were working on something. So what's yep. going on, man? Um, yeah, so we do actually have stuff going on. So um, I will leak a little bit of information. Um, I Ooh, hope hot takes. I like that. Get, I like that. Doesn't Ooh, get okay. choked up or anything, but um, we are working on some stuff. Hot takes is producing for me. 
okay and doing some stuff so there is gonna be collaborations coming up um stay tuned for those it will be on the new album uh one of the new tracks for the album actually right right now can uh, we get can we get a name reveal or <laughs> uh well th- this track's just gonna be me okay um, but hot takes is the producer behind it with some uh-huh. wicked sampling some awesome fucking beat making um and like I said, he's, he's producing it, so and it, it's going to be awesome. I can attest to this. I did listen to it off air, and it's pretty dope. Yeah. It's extreme approved. <laughs> I'm, I'm really looking forward to it and bringing it out. Um, like I said, there's a more energetic side, right? There's a more energetic, like, want to work out, want to, yeah. you know, because I do love working out. I love running. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so I do want to get do some tracks towards that right because it's something that i'm passionate about so and you haven't jumped on that uh professor ed trt yet have you <laughs> not yet <laughs> but uh, i'm thinking about it okay i'm feeling sluggish compared to how i saw him last oh time. yeah so fuck like, you. Yo, yeah, he, i gotta he, step up looking like zeus man <laughs> yeah well that's what i mean and and that's what that track is actually about right i do actually mention things like that how you know you're working okay. on self and so working on trying a professor to ed mentioned okay <laughs> <laughs> Not a professor Ed mentioned, but yeah, about yeah. working on self and bettering self. And, you know, yeah. the, the only person that I see out there that I'm trying to beat is me. Yeah, of you course. Know, trying to beat the, be better me than yeah. the me I am. Beat that moment. inner bitch, right? Yeah, exactly. The Goggins style, right? Shout out to David Goggins. Hell yeah, which actually gets shouted out in the track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Massive inspiration. Hell yeah. There's there's a bunch of them out there that are like that, right? And, yeah. And that's the thing. And when you walk the walk, you don't just talk the talk, right? It's Walking tall. Shout out to The Rock. <laughs> <laughs> Terramana. Oh, Terramana. Yeah, we didn't. We actually. Why didn't we open that up, man? I know. We should. We should, <laughs> we should have opened that, that up, man. <laughs> Definitely should take a shot of that. Yeah. Um, But yeah, going, going back to that uh, original point. Yeah. For sure. And and I think, uh, yeah, like like uh, I think all the nasty listeners are excited for that, and we will we will be revealing it soon, and the track will be revealed soon. But yeah, just like anything great in life, is patience is key, and all great things happen with time, man. Hell yeah, yeah. So that's sure. that's a key thing, man. But in the meantime, you can go and enjoy all the other content we have up on fourthdmedia.com. Exactly. Um, like what King was saying earlier, we've got the, the YouTube going on as well. So yeah. I got some review videos up and stuff on um, studio gear and yeah. how to get your own podcast studio going, how to get your own small studio yep. going and stuff like that. Uh you know, try to set it up cheaply and not have to uh-huh. spend and start creating your content. And exactly. Then, you know, upgrade as you go. Yeah. Best way to do it. But definitely check us out. Um, give us a like, subscribe, yeah. and get us going. Spread it around. Like I said, there's mixtapes that you can download for free. Uh, just pass them to everybody you know. Exactly. And, uh, yeah, just quickly on my end is uh, just... Again, 4D Media, you can actually find nasty things there on now. Yeah. So, um, well. of course, make sure to give us a follow on Nasty Things Podcast, which is um, um, which is run for the most part for Han Solo, who's doing an exquisite job with a lot of the marketing, etc. I focus more on reading some of the messages, writing back, etc. So, by all means, reach out to us there. 
Also, make sure to follow us on our Spotify or anywhere you can really find us on any podcast uh, format. We're there. We also got a Reddit page, Nasty Things Podcast also, and Professor Rat actually mostly runs that one, if you can believe it. Nice. With all that TRT, he can run it even better now, For man. For sure. He's probably going supreme on it over there, Super Saiyan. Exactly, man. I mean, he uh, he couldn't make it today because uh, he was running low on TRT. He's kind of he's kind of become Bane as Get of late. Refill. Yeah, he's he's kind of become Bane. If without it, he's he's nothing. So, um, but yeah, that's that's mostly it on my end. Anything? Any last words you like to tell the nasty listeners? Their eternal love. Nah, just uh, you know, keep supporting, keep listening to the podcast. Like I said, check out the ill-minded podcast as well. We got a surprise guest on uh, on the first episode, um, so you guys will definitely be interested in that. All the nasty listeners for sure. Yeah. Um, check out you know all the channels that we've got going on. Uh, not just YouTube. I do a lot of Rumble. Ooh. So okay. check out okay. Rumble because you can well. you can rumble it up there, man. Hell yeah. Um, so we got the Rumble, the YouTube, and of course, 4D Media, yeah. which is where you can get all our content, all our stuff. Of course, yep. And of course, like I said, there's new content coming up. There's new artists coming up. Yeah. There's going to be a lot more stuff. Hopefully, we got some new podcasts coming up as well. That Absolutely. Other than just ill-minded and uh, yep. nasty things that we'll be yep. putting up there and new episodes of everything. Of course. And check us out, 4DMedia.com. Spread yep. it around. Take and a look. And uh, nasty things on Instagram and Reddit, etc. Hell yeah. But uh, with that being said, um, shout out to Han Solo, um, um, Hot Takes Alvarez, Professor Red, Eternal Love, Robbie Gents. Hit that intro. Stay fucking <laughs>